online and on your mobile. From the UK to the world, this is Diverse FM. Hello. The U.S. election has been one of the biggest political stories around the world, really,、um, and there were people waiting for the results anxiously, and there were also some people reading all the news around the election and being entertained. So, what do ordinary people outside the U.S. think of the election, and how they react to all those campaigns, news stories, and bits and bobs around it? Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends. A weekly podcast featuring stories, ideas, and opinions from around the world. I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. You're always welcome to get in touch and tell me what you think of this election or anything you want to tell me, really about Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Find us on social media at Davis FM on there on Twitter and at Davis FM on Weibo. Email me Davis FM at Foxmail dot com and visit homepage Davis FM dot Weibo dot com. Robin and friends. This week in the episode, we're joined by my lovely friend and a co-presenter of the Global View, Sarah Pasino. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Robin. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. How are been, you? I'm I'm generally alright. I'm coping alright. Life is a bit tough as as we talked through, but again, I mean, I'm glad I'm still、mm-hmm. hanging there, still trying to find <laughs> a positivity in life. It has been a while, hasn't it? The last time we spoke was like back in March or something in the podcast,、yeah. and then we finished the last show in June. Um, just briefly, tell me how how's the life treating you at the moment in Italy? Well, quite a few things have changed from March. I actually remember we discussing the coronavirus situation in March, which was really rising in Italy,、uh, and you were kind of asking me a little about that. And then, <laughs> kind of the pandemic hit the whole entire world. So I'm doing great, thank you.、Um, currently in Italy, we are in another lockdown.、Um, you know, different tires, different.、Um, Regions. I'm actually in, again in one of the、uh, hardest hit regions, so the lockdown is quite tight. But I'm generally doing very good. How's your family? Is everyone all right there? Yes, yes, we're all good. Thank, thankfully, we're all good.、Um, I just guess right now we need to stay positive and just. I'm just very grateful, really, that I'm healthy. My family is healthy.、Um, it gets really scary, I guess, because lately a lot of you know friends and people that I know are getting. Coronavirus, so it's always like, oh my gosh, is it going to happen to me? But I guess really now we we always we all need to focus on positivity and on the fact that we're healthy, and hopefully this will go away quite quite soon. Yeah, we're looking for the vaccine and looking for、yeah. more mass testing,、we'll、all this、see. kind of stuff. Yeah. So you、mm-hmm. so you're currently we'll we'll working as a journalist for a local. Is that newspaper or a website? It's a、um, it's a website. It's an online newspaper, so it's a daily newspaper. And it's very local. It's very small.、Um, I'm just working there as a contributor. But yes, I mean, I'm really glad that I found this job. It's quite interesting.、Um, I've been following the local elections of a of a very small town, which was really funny compared now to the big elections, as you were saying, that that are happening in the U.S. So one thing that we want to cover in this episode is talking through the、uh, the U.S. election. But before that, tell me a little bit、yeah. about the local election you're covering. Is that something、mm. really exciting that everyone talks about? <laughs> Not really. It wasn't that exciting. So basically, how it works in Italy.、Um, so these elections happened September,、um, so around a month ago.、Um, and basically, we had local elections. So you change the mayor of the city with these local elections. And it's a very small town.、Um, I think it's around five thousand citizens. So it's really, really small.、Uh, but I guess you know that's how you start. And it was just very 
I didn't think it would be that intense, but like people started to really insult each other, oh. and like <laughs> it was it was just so intense to cover it because they were like kind of trying to really oppose themselves and oppose different visions, which I guess is what you do during an electoral campaign, really. But um, I didn't expect it to be this intense, so I was really glad when it was over. <laughs> oh, so, and and also yeah. I I think I learned a lot of things as a journalist. People really, um, you know, when when you write about someone. Um, of course, you, you you will have to you know, highlight positive things about a person, but also negative things. And people aren't really that willing to accept um, negative things about themselves. So that's something that I learned. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm always like trying to accept the negativity of myself. I sometimes I'm struggling with that. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, who um, tell yeah, me you, you are rubbish? I'm just saying, am I? I think the US election is kind of like the bigger version、mm. for all these local elections. I think the, the、yeah. US election has all the elements you mentioned: insulting,、Mm-mm. gossips, and all、yeah. the scandals, news stories everywhere. Oh yeah.、Um, so、are you、exactly. also covering the under、um, US election for the local paper as well?、Um, no, I'm not. So we basically have a person who's really an expert doing、wow. that. And <laughs>、um, basically, I'm not really an expert, but I have been following very, very closely. Um, because、um, you know, as you were saying, it's not just about the U.S.、Uh, you know, the, the 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 United States play a tremendous, oh, tremendous! I, I sound like Trump, <laughs> a very big role in、um, you know international affairs. You know, this election、um, is going to influence the rest of the world basically. So even as an Italian, as an European, as a citizen of the world in general, I, I do have to pay a lot of attention, and as a journalist, of course. I do have to pay a lot of attention to to this. I think you're pretty much right, though. I, I got so many of my friends who are、mm. student journalists. I mean, some people just come in to say、yeah. they're student journalists. What can they do? But actually, they can do a lot. Yeah. I got some of my friends working in, in the student media, doing like the big reports. Some people working in Express Radio,、mm-hmm. the student radio station. They got the overnight live coverage on all the updates、oh, yeah. in the US for people who are caring about it. So I think it's something that you know, I mean, ordinary people have us can have a say. Usually. Uh, in some old, old-fashioned sorts, people just say, you know, this is politicians' games. It is politics.、Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with ordinary people like you and me. But actually, I think it does. It has.、Yeah. I think actually it has lots to do with the world in general because it's in the U.S., especially a country who has superpower、um, around the、yeah. world. <laughs> so I think that one thing、Definitely. that I'm, I'm really curious about what you think about is the. The general feeling of all this stuff. Do you think it is?、Mm. Well, I feel like it's quite different election compared with the previous ones. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think it has so many twists and turns、mm. rather than a simply、um, vote and get the results. Or compared with、yeah. even like four years ago, it's really different. Absolutely, I completely agree. I mean, this is an unprecedented year and an unprecedented election because、mm. I mean we've never had first such a long election. So currently,、uh, it's Uh, November the seventh.、Um, so basically, it's four days into the election, and we still—I mean, we have pretty much a winner,、uh, which is Biden. But still, everything really is on. I mean, we still don't know. We can't say that for sure. You know, we have Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, which are still、uh, very similar. You know, the difference in in terms of the the vote is really really narrow. So we've never had such a thing, you know, in 2016,、um, when we had the、um, battle between Trump and Hillary Clinton, it was completely different. You know, the the day after the election, we knew Trump won, and now everything is so different. And I think that what is making the the, the difference really is Trump's 
behavior. Um, he's, um, you know, he's really telling that you know this election is illegal. That some states are uh, basically not counting the right votes. There is such a division within the United States. It's a division that it's within the U.S., but it's also around the world. So, for example, here in Italy, we have a political leader of the far-right party who basically posted a picture on Twitter with a, a face mask that said Trump 2020 and mm -hmm. was saying, you know, basically also foreign leaders, far-right leaders generally, support Trump. So that's what, we're gonna, what we were discussing before. Like, it's not just the U.S., it's the whole world that is at stake here. So I think this is one of the reasons why, you know, the... the, the these elections are so different compared to the previous ones. Mm. And as I'm looking at the media coverage on um, on the election or the campaigns or the news conferencing, yeah. one thing that really surprised me uh, recently is uh, many television, um, many TV channels decided to cut off the, yeah. the live speech from Donald Trump when he was claiming that the election was a fraud, like some states are making fake... Um, and mm -hmm. numbers were counting the fake numbers, something like that. Well, yeah. he having that accusation, many television channels just cut the, um, his speech off. It, I think it never happened before in the election time. Never, never, really. And also, if you literally, the other night I was looking at Trump's Twitter profile, basically most of the tweets uh, weren't, uh, had been censored. Um, and this is, this is, as you were saying, really unprecedented. You know, the media, I think now uh, media outlets, media agencies are put under a very, very big pressure. As journalists, and I know that you share this too, we really have a responsibility to be impartial and to give everybody the um, right to speak. And that's, absolutely, I mean, I really believe in that. But at the same time, we also have a responsibility to convey truth. And now, what Trump is saying, you know, I mean, mm. Trump had every right to contest some votes if he had proofs, if he had evidence, which is something that I don't have, that many other people don't have. He doesn't have evidence for what he says. So as a journalist, I actually share the decision of, of some people, some media outlets, to censor or to stop, um, you know, broadcasting what he is saying because it's really misleading. And the point is that I think, and I don't know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, what politicians say and what newspapers write, what, you know, televisions broadcast is going to have an effect on people. You know, we're seeing, we're, we're really seeing in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, in Nevada, people just starting conflicts, uh, people with weapons, with guns, threatening each other. You know, this, this is not normal. It's not normal that for an election, people are risking their lives. I mean, so, that's my vision, at least. Exactly. I think so many things I never saw before, never seen in the news coverage. Maybe mm -hmm. I just didn't see it, but I never, never. seen the news coverage people holding <laughs> guns to each other because they support different leaders of a country. I never seen people just praying outside the the, the, the office and, you know, kind yeah. of like doing doing praying because they want the God to help them, help Donald Trump to be the um, the yeah. president of the United States. I think that's something that I've never seen before. I, I totally agree with you when talking about the division. Mm -hmm. You bring to not only the US yeah. but also the world. Because there's so many like celebrities yeah. 
um, for example, I, I, well, just a sudden count, get the names for you. Some of the um, the celebrities like that, who is a DJ um, based in the US, some other singers yeah. are getting our songs and being on social media and campaigning against Donald mm -hmm. Trump and for Joe Biden. Even Greta Thunberg is yeah. also on social media calling, oh, yeah. calling about the... Um, I really saw that tweet. Exactly, yeah. more people supporting Joe Biden. And did you, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you haven't heard this, but some of the science magazines really like high quality science magazines like science like other nature they just posted articles in the uh, in the magazines to broke the rules and never stand for any polit politicians but they broke that oh, rule yeah. this time to write articles mm -hmm. to support joe biden i feel like so, to me by reading the media it's like the world is supporting joe biden but you see, as you're looking at the, the current statistics there's still like almost half of the uh, the entire nation in the U.S. supporting Donald Trump. I think that's kind of the division, mm -hmm. in my view, that really surprised me. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of it um, has to do with the fact that, and I, I mean, I really, I'm going to stress this because I really believe in it. Uh, mm. A nation deserves their leader. So leaders are elected. In 2016, people elected Donald Trump, which means that he had the support of people. Now Donald Trump has won many states, which means that he has the support of people. Even though the American kind of electoral uh, system is quite, um, it's quite tricky, and I kind of want to point it out, the fact that is each state has a number of electors, so people who are going to elect either Trump or Biden. And what it works, for example, let's say that um, California has 10 electors. If um, Biden wins, he wins, for example, six electors out of ten, um, and the other four go to Trump. Biden is going to take all of them, you know, all the ten electors. So this is kind of sometimes has created, you know, some problems. For example, with Hillary Clinton in 2016 uh, winning more votes, but still Trump winning and stuff like that. But mm. in general, you as a person, as a citizen, you know, you are represented by your leader. You know, the the, the thing that really scares me is the fact that so many people have voted for Donald Trump. Despite his absolutely reckless um, handling of the coronavirus pandemic, despite what he said, despite the fact that he has in so many occasions supported white supremacists and he has never taken, um, you know, and has never even talked about the Black Lives Matter movement, despite all of that, Trump has taken so many votes and this means that people do believe in what he says and this is what really frightens you know, this division, uh, yeah. social division, is really is really dangerous. And one thing that I, I also feel like it's really interesting taking from what you had mentioned there is that you can hear so much so many voices on social media where mm. it's the commonplace mm. now for people to talk. So many voices on social media calling for the support um, you know, calling to support um, Joe Biden and against Donald Trump. But when actually vote happens, you can see as we mentioned, so many people still support Donald Trump and whatever he has been doing the past four years. It's like what what exactly yeah. is happening? The, like the gap between the real people, real society, mm. and the social media is kind of like one thing. I think it's quite warning, isn't it? Because I am always saying mm. this: like, if I want to know something about another world, if I can't go there, the one thing I do is to read the social media and people how to how people post things about that country and say if that's true, yeah. if that's the the image they'll give to me, the first impression or something. But again, is that reliable? Again, is that reliable in the future? I don't. Oh, know it now. really isn't. I think it really, I mean, it's the whole, you know, equal chamber effect. So the fact that maybe you on social media follow a lot of people who generally think it like you. So probably a lot of, you know, um, innovative, young 
student who tends to have a lefty, let's say, vision of life. And so that's the echo chamber. If you started to like follow a lot of white supremacists or uh, right-wing politicians, you're going to have a completely different vision of the country. So I don't think that social media really is a good representation of of a country in general. Mm. You know, and I think I'm literally looking at the US map right now and I'm seeing a lot of red. Yes, I am seeing a lot of blue, but also a lot of red. And this means that people do support Trump, mm. that people do think that what he stands for is right, you know? Mm. Um, and that is, I mean, I think uh, one of the, you know, I don't really want to say anything like about the elections, but I guess Biden will win. But the real problem isn't who wins. The real problem is what is going to happen next. Because if Biden wins, it's going to be a very, very difficult transition of power. Donald Trump is not going to give in. And we're going to have protests. We're going to have a lot of violence. And that is the real problem, you know? Uh, I mean, around history, um, as you were saying, nothing like this has ever happened. Uh, there have been cases where uh, Republicans lost and Democratic won. And, you know, all the presidents, even Republican presidents, said, okay, I accept that. Because that's what you have to do in a democracy. You accept. You accept the popular vote. But Trump is not going to willing to do that. And neither are his supporters. And that is, I think, be really hard for Biden to uh, build unity again. Mm. Uh, I think this is really going to be a... a a challenge. I, I think so because I heard from some of the uh, analysts in China saying there is likely to be mm. a a small scale kind of like civil war oh, thing yeah. going on in some certain oh, areas. Yes. If that's kind of the situation, mm-hmm. as I was saying, because when we're recording this on the seventh of November, we still don't know the um, the result. But when this episode going out oh, no. the week after, and um, we we sh- I think we should be re- know the results of the uh, the whole thing. Um, I guess I'll hopefully, try- <laughs> hopefully, yeah, of course. I'm trying to get hopefully. someone else um, to analyze this situation. Maybe um, someone from the US. I mm-hmm. try to get some of my friends from the US to jump in the future to analyze oh, yeah. what's happening afterwards. But again, I'm reading the news headlines on my phone just now saying. There's a news report saying there are over six thousand votes have uh, votes have been wrongly counted to Joe Biden in Michigan state. Yeah, I'm just reading mm-hmm. that. I feel like are we going to see more and more twists and turns like this in the next few days? And what is the point of all this chaotic, symbolic, and you know the kind of feeling that I'm, I'm yeah. seeing every day on on social media on TV? Is, is does that really worth? Do you think it worth the time efforts put into that and the money? Of course, because everyone needs money at the moment, especially with this COVID mm-hmm. thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I guess this electoral campaign uh, being as unprecedented as ever is gonna completely change everything. You know, um, and as you were saying, not just for the US, for the rest of the world. Because even though um, I guess in terms of like international politics, especially the Middle East, actually Democrats, Democrats and Republicans have a very similar stance. Uh, so not a lot is going to change in terms of foreign policy. To I mean, from my point of view, but it's going to change a lot. I think inside the U.S. Uh, I mean, Trump has absolutely ignored COVID. He has called it, and he still calls it the Chinese virus. I mean, how this this is how he has reacted to the problem. He has blamed China. Without thinking about the citizens, without thinking about the thousands of people dying and the thousands of people losing jobs, the US is going through a very, very hard time. The US is very strong economically speaking, you know. It's a big power. Yeah. But 
people are poor, people are losing jobs. And this, um, you know, this is going to increase social tensions. Well, we were saying before, we might actually be on the edge of a civil war. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, this is not going to happen. And I'm sure it's not going to be an actual civil war. But there are going to be a lot of tensions, a lot of violence too. I mean, we have seen them over the summer with the Black Lives Movement. You know, we have seen a lot of violence. Um, and I think I fear that we're going to see it too because I predict that Biden is going to win and that Trump is not going to accept mm. that. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be very tricky, I guess. And I think the mm. big role that the next president will have to play to bring unity back to the country and, and to think about COVID, first of all, and then people losing money and people losing jobs. It's really interesting. Which is not going to be easy. And no, but it's really interesting you mentioned about the um, the COVID thing and how Donald Trump reacted to the COVID-19 oh, yeah. and how he, well, until today, until this moment, still framing mm-hmm. as China virus or something like that. You know, I'm from China. You know, yeah. I'm from a country where this, this COVID thing, I mean, the, I wouldn't say it's originated. It might be, but I'm saying the first mm-hmm. big outbreak started. And... Yeah. If you take a look at what happens in China, and that the society is pretty much back to normal, it's still struggling in terms of economy mm-hmm. for some. But again, the the, the order, mm-hmm. the society, the daily lives is pretty much back to normal for a few months. My mom and dad they they live mm-hmm. there, and they tells me they tell me about the life, how it looks like. And taking a look at what happens in the US, yeah. isn't it kind of ironic to see people who are calling saying someone should be responsible actually doing better than those who feel that they are not responsible for anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The kind of like comparison. Yeah. Let's, not, yeah. let's not really get into that. I mean, it could be a big topic to talk about, but not, not getting into that for this episode. But just one, <laughs> yeah. one, one more thing. It's a huge topic. It is. You know I'm passionate about this. Um, One mm-hmm. more thing from this topic before we um, finished. Mm-hmm. So tell me about what you feel about like Italians around you, what they think mm. about the election. Do they have a preference in general, or do they think yeah. it doesn't make much sense to their daily life? Well, um, I can't really speak for everybody. And again, we need to take into consideration this um, social media eco chamber. But I I have seen a lot of Italians supporting Biden. Um, but I've also seen a lot of you know far-right people Oh, not even just far right. I've seen a lot of people who aren't actually, you know, far right. They're just kind of conservative. I have seen a lot of people actually supporting Trump, which is kind of making me very scared. Uh, but I think um, a lot of people don't really realize what it's going to mean this change for Italy. Some people say that nothing is really going to change because, as I said before, in terms of um, foreign policy, uh, Biden and Trump actually do have some very similar. Um, attitudes. But in terms of, for example, the environment, I mean, let's not forget that on November the 4th, the US has withdrawn from the Paris Agreement. The Paris Agreement is really important in terms of um, environmental policies. You know, the US is normal part of that. This means that the US is not going to meet some important environmental standards, which are essential, for example, for the EU. And Italy is actually one thing that Italy is doing. This is really trying to be better in terms of, of environmental policies. So I think that a possible uh, victory of Biden, who said that he's going to try to implement a Green New Deal, is going to be really important in terms of you know um, environmental um, technology and kind of step forward in that direction. So I think a lot of people are really campaigning for, for, sorry, for Biden mm. in that sense. But there is a big support for Trump too. Mm. But I guess 
a lot of Italian people don't realize what Trump has done um, with the coronavirus situation, you know. Yeah. Uh, he has lost a lot of votes and a lot of support because of that. Many people who supported Trump, because, for example, you know, it's true, the U.S. has become very rich with, with Donald Trump, um, but a lot of people realized how bad it was for their own health, really, and for their own life. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a have a more discussion um, in the future about you know especially when you mentioning far right and all these mm-hmm. different ideologies mm-hmm. wandering around in Europe at the moment. Um, I guess that's another big topic to talk about. Um, I need some time to look yeah. at what's ac- what's actually going to happen, what's changing um, after the new government being elected. We'll see. We'll I think see. That, that's we a big topic. We have to have to wait and see. Um, it's lovely having a chat with you, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Oh, for... it was great to have you. <laughs> it's lovely Thank to, you, to know your to your thoughts. I mean, it's lovely to know different perspective from different countries. And, oh yeah, definitely. And it gets our listeners a, a chance to listen to different perspectives from older people like you and me, um, wandering on yeah. the streets trying to find a job. But still, we care about the U.S. election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Lovely. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you very much. Robin. Bye. This is a podcast from Diverse FM. That's Sarah, my friend Sarah Pacino. Um, in Italy, we had a chat about um, US election. And that's one topic that I think is going to be so popular in the next few weeks, at least, for people to talk through and on newspaper front pages, headlines, on social media as well. Um, so, of course, I want to hear you. Um, what would you like to say about the US election? And when this episode is coming out, when you're listening to this, probably you have the results of it. I'm happy about it. Um, do you think there's going to be any conflicts? If you're getting in touch with the show, um, please feel free to do so. You can find me on social media if you want to. At DevSafM on net, on Twitter, at DevSafM on Weibo. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website, diversefm.weebly.com or email diverse.fm at foxmail.com. Until next time. This is Diverse FM.